Hey everyone, before we jump into this week's episode, I want to let you know about a really cool tool I've been using. It's called Anchor, and it helps me record, edit, and upload all of my podcasts. Most of all, it's free, guys, which is pretty cool. The other cool thing is it has uh, background music built in. It automatically uploads to Spotify and Apple. And it does all of the things that you need to make an amazing podcast for you. And so uh, I encourage you to download it. Go check out uh, Anchor at the App Store and go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, and welcome to Deep and Wide. I'm Pat Walter, and thank you for joining me. Deep and Wide is a weekly podcast that dives into the deeper things of the Christian faith, as well as a wide variety of culturally relevant topics. The goal of our podcast is to challenge growth and inspire hope. Please enjoy this week's episode. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode. I hope you liked what you heard, and if you did, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share with all of your friends and family. I would love to hear any comments, any suggestions, or any questions, so I can get to them on future episodes. Thank you again for joining me. I'm Pat Walter, and I'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming back and joining me at Deep and Wide. We are in a series right now uh, about God is, and we are just kind of diving in to the different aspects of the nature and the character of who God is. We might even get into some of the names of God. And because uh, here's one of the things I firmly, firmly believe, kind of talked about it last week, is in the midst of a crazy, broken world, um, it is beneficial and helpful to take our eyes off what's going around, whether that's politically, whether that's um, uh, with COVID, um, or even just personally with whatever is going on in our life. We just take our eyes off of that which is holding us captive. Um, and that's not always a negative thing. Just It just holds us. It has our attention. Um, and then we just re-fix our eyes on who God is. For me, that usually brings me peace. It brings me an, an element of, okay, he is bigger. Last week, he is sovereign and he is in control. So because of that, I can find peace. And so I want to kind of continue to do this uh, series. It'll probably take a little while, but I think it'll be beneficial. Um, so yeah, that's it. And we're going to kind of dive into it again. I, I plug ResoluteMinistries.org. Um uh, if you are able right now, guys, the the widows and the orphans and the pastor that we take care of in Kenya and that we partner with um, can really use some prayer, uh, but also some finances. They, they've been really hit hard. A widow just died. Um, kids are starving. And now that widow uh, who died has had three kids, so now they're true orphans. And uh, trying to figure all that out. Uh, we bought some farmland, but cows are trotting it needs fences, just lots of needs in Kenya. If you're able, love and appreciate any support, you can give us at Resolute uh, Ministries there. Um, and so they're, they're kind of, uh, our ministry helps sponsor this podcast um, and, and cover any, any cost. So anything you guys can do to help, greatly appreciate it. Um, but let's dive in, okay? 
This week, uh, I want to talk about God is holy, and uh, just take a, a few moments to talk about the holiness of God. Um, you know, sometimes this can conjure up negative connotations for us that God is holy. Uh, mostly because normally when we talk about the holiness of God, what shortly follows is the sin of man and the wickedness of man. And uh, we in our humanity don't like to hear about how bad we are. Um, but what I want to hone in on, again, we're, we're taking a step back and we're looking at who God is so that his word and who he is can reset our hearts and our minds and or, or even some things in our hearts that he wants to change and allows those things to happen. So in, in the doctrine of holiness, um, it really helps because this is not a word that many people can truly define other than it means set apart. Um, but Charles Ryer, he said it this way, holiness in the Bible means separation from all that is common or unclean. In respect to God, Holiness means not that only he is separate from all that is unclean and evil, but also that he is positively pure, thus distinct from all other things. And And he went on to use this analogy, and I really appreciated this analogy. Um, he's talked about if you are healthy, if you're physically healthy, things are going well, um, it basically, it's the absence of illness. It's not only the absence of illness, but it's also the positive infusion of energy or, or that you're well, right? And so if God is holy, it is first, it is the absence of evil, but it is also the presence of that which is right and true and pure. I want you to think about that for a second. Holiness isn't only that which is uh, not evil, it is also that which is right and pure and the essence of what is true. Okay, so holiness, um, and again, I, I probably won't dive into this a ton, but there's this element of holiness and right and purity that kind of all go together. And um, it, it, it's this opposite, or opposite. It, it is, man, I'm trying to think of a great way to explain it. Um, it. It's what is clean and it is what is set apart. Again, that's why we always just use those words, set apart. It is distinctively, well, it's kind of like in the temple. When the temple was around, um, it wasn't that uh, the, or so the altar was the holy place, but then you put the gold on the altar and and that was what's just holy. It was set apart. So the, the holiness, the holy of holies in the temple was set apart. Nobody was allowed to go in there. It was distinct and separate from everything else. Uh, but there's also this uh, element of God's holiness, the attribute uh, that we see in the Old Testament, especially um, the, I'm trying to remember the book. I didn't have it in my notes, guys, so don't judge me for this. Um, it's in Isaiah chapter 6. Um, I think it's verse 3, Isaiah 6, 3, where the prophet Isaiah is receiving a vision from the Lord sitting on the throne with the seraphim, right? And one seraphim and the other one said, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Um Francis Chan has been talking about this recently, but but I, I want you to picture this moment. And, and you are entering the courts of, of heaven, 
And there's these beings and creatures that God created. And all they say day in and day out is declaring the holiness of God and that the earth is full of his glory. It's not like, yeah, God's holy. If, if I go, if, if uh, you go somewhere and you're talking and there's this casual speech and then there's formal speech, right? Um, if I'm like, I'm kind of learning Spanish. I say learning Spanish, but I've been learning Spanish for like a decade. Um, but there's this formal Spanish and then there's informal Spanish, right? Uh, and, and it's like that with most. There's slang and then there's formality. Well, it, it's not like around heaven. These guys are like, yeah, yeah, guys, God is holy. Like he's holy. He set apart. It's cool. No, it's these beings who continually and they even cover their eyes from seeing him because he is so holy and pure and right and true that they declare his holiness at the throne. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts, the Lord, the, the master over all things. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Guys, I want you to take a minute to think about that. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. You see, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of uncertainty, in the midst of uh, our normal day-to-day lives, of depending on what's going on and where you live, we it's easy to forget the holiness and the distinctness of who God is. You know, I, I mean... I know myself and others and, and many people, we, we love to kind of lean into the goodness of God, the love of God, um, the, the hope that is in Christ. Like there's like we love the positive aspects and attributes. And I'm not saying holiness isn't like a positive one, but this is the purest and simple one. This is the one that's declared about him in the throne room of heaven is that God is holy and that he is set apart and that he is the Lord of hosts. Great enough, listen, that the whole earth is filled with his glory. There is not a place that the presence and the glory of God doesn't dwell. We may not recognize it. We may not lean into it and tap into it. We, we, we may not even think about it, but the whole earth is filled with his glory. Um, it's, it's hard for us to grasp these things, to even begin to imagine them because they really help, uh, us to understand that we're dealing with somebody greater than anybody has ever been in the history of humanity. Like that's, that's the set apartness of God. That, that's how different he is. One of the things that I, I was talking to a friend, um, sometime in the last couple of weeks, it's been kind of crazy. And we were talking about um, the arrogance of man. And again, I don't care if you want to hear that or not, but it's true. We, we are arrogant in the fact that because God has revealed himself to us and ga- given us his word, that we somehow now have a knowledge and understanding of God that allows us to divide the body because I think I understand something greater than you understand something about the Lord even though the people have been studying this word for thousands of years and have all nobody's just settled on universal 
things other than kind of like who the person of Jesus is, and even that divides. But listen, we, we are finite beings. We are temporary that are bound by time and space. So I am 36 years old. I have lived primarily on the West Coast of my entire life, um, and I am limited by my experiences. I am limited by my knowledge, whether it could be a lot or a little compared to others. Um, and, and all of these things kind of define who I am. But that spectrum of knowledge is so, so, so small on the spectrum of an infinite God that is completely set apart. So in the Old Testament, there's a, uh, he says, the, the Lord reveals and he goes, my ways are not your ways. Uh, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Um, and so, but what we like to think is we fully understand what God is going to do and why he's going to do it. We understand his ways. We understand his thoughts. And we, we kind of operate in this arrogance that we understand God. Um, and there there might be elements of, okay, I, I think I understand why he did this or, or what happened here or this. But, but God, like, I, I just, I come back to this, this story in the, the New Testament and Jesus. And it was the man born blind in the book of John. And his disciples are like, um, who sinned this man or his family, right? Because that's what makes logical sense to us. In order for something bad to happen, again, it, so many people believe in karma, uh, but something bad must have happened because he or somebody else did something deserving of this punishment, right? That's like, that's the epitome of the book of Job right there. Um, so, so this, somebody deserved this. And, and again, to make a long story short, the, it ends in, well, this was because God wanted to show his glory. So here we are in our humanity saying, well, how can a good God allow a man to be born blind and live blind because that wouldn't be his best life now. That wouldn't be a good life. It wouldn't be the life that I had chosen for my child. You know, and we can go down through our humanistic mindset, but God's saying, no, listen, he was born this way so that he can bring glory to me. Listen, that's not our thoughts and that's not our ways. Like we wouldn't do that as a parent and we wouldn't think like that. And it's it's the epitome of, hey, hey I, God is way outside over here. Again, he, he's uh, omnipotent. He's immutable. He's infinite. And I'm over here very temporary. Uh, definitely not infinite in terms of uh, my knowledge and understanding. My, my soul might be infinite, but that's about it. Um, I, I am not immutable. I change all the time and I'm learning and growing. And you have this holy set apart being who just is. Like, just think about that thought. God just is. He doesn't have a beginning. He doesn't have a middle and he doesn't have an end. He just is. I have a beginning. I think I'm in the middle somewhere. And there's a definite end to my physical being. So to co fully comprehend something that doesn't have that, is really hard for me. I can dream about it. I can imagine it. But really, to think of something that just has always been and is always constant and is always there. And I, like his immutability and his holiness to me, like kind of just go hand in hand. He is holy because he doesn't change. There's like, he doesn't like grow. He, he, he doesn't, uh, you know, just kind of flip flop waffle. He, he just, he just is and he's set apart and he's holy and he's good and he's right and he's true. And because of that, listen, because of that, I can now know that the God that I believe in 
He is different than all humanity. We're made in his image, but listen, he's different than all humanity, not just in his infinite wisdom and his unchanging nature. He's he's different in that he operates outside of how we would operate. So that gives me peace. Again, I'll always come back to peace because I think that's the... I, I, I mean, again, we can argue... Well, no, we won't because I won't argue. Uh, like love and peace. But listen, peace is like the greatest gift there is. Happiness is fleeting. It'll come and go. Um, sometimes, you know, love in, in our human form hurts. Um, but peace is just peace, man, to where I'm good. And because God is who he is and because he's He's infinite and because, again, we talked last week, sovereign and in control and he's holy and he's set apart, I can find peace in my soul that he is and because he is, I can be okay, you know. Um, I, I want to say this too. The absolute innate holiness of God means that sinners have to be separate from him unless a way can be found to constitute them in holy. And again, we talked about this briefly, and that has been provided by Jesus Christ. So when we recognize that God is and in his holiness and thus reflecting to us our sinfulness because we recognize we can't live up to him, Right. We, we just like, listen, if you if you've been a believer for any length of time and you just look at your life and be like, man, I am a hot mess. Or, or in the words of Brennan Manning, uh, I am a ragamuffin. Um, I am jacked up and I am in desperate need of a savior. We recognize that because we look at who God is and we recognize how we fall short. Right. Romans, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And we recognize this. And this is why the gospel is so beautiful, because our salvation isn't based on our merit. It isn't based on our ability to obey. It's not based on who did good and who did bad and who did this. Um, and this is why it's like, I think in the nature of man, we, we, we almost prefer works because we then earned it, right? Like in America, you have to earn it. Like if you don't, I mean, again, we can go into this hard, but America really has this earning mentality. You have to earn everything you get, earn, 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 earn. How much did you earn? My paycheck is an earning, right? Everything's an earning. But in the kingdom, it's like, I <laughs> I can't earn anything because I don't bring anything to the table. I, th- there's nothing in the kingdom of God that, that I earn in terms of salvation because he is holy, right, pure, and true. And even on my best day, let's say my best day ever, let's say, let's say I, I sin one time. Let's say I sin no times. It ain't going to happen, but let's say I, I, not one sinful thought, not one sinful desire, every single thing lined up. Well, that's one day, bro. How many days are we going to live? 365 days a year? And how many years I, I got on this earth? I am going to fall short. I cannot earn a right standing with him. And I can never be as holy as God has called us to be apart from the merit of Christ apart from the merit of Christ, based on his merit, based on who he is and what he did, now I can be in right standing. And ba- because his His holiness is, in a sense, imputed on me, his righteousness, uh, his right standing, and is imputed on me, in the eyes of God, I, I am holy, right? And again, I'm, I'm not talking about a sanctification 
holiness, like uh, that, that we're supposed to be holy as he is holy, right? I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about our right standing, the merit of Christ, the beauty of the gospel, because God is holy, right, pure, and true, and I am not those things apart from his grace, apart from him, and his Holy Spirit dwelling in me, making me in right standing. And so, guys, I want to encourage you in this. In in this season, whatever season you're in, I mean, who knows? You could be in a great season. You could have just uh, had a baby, got married, got engaged. It could be uh, one of the greatest seasons of your life, and we still need to turn, pause, recognize, look at the holiness of God, and thank him for these things. We need to thank him along the way. Or you could be struggling, you could be hurting, you could be in uncertainty, you could be feeling anxious, you could be fearing, feeling fearful. Um, and this is where we pause, we step back, we look, you are holy, you are sovereign, you are right, you are true, you are immutable, which means unchanging, you are infinite and eternal. Based on who you are, God, I can rest in those things because you are with me and you are for me. Again, if you are a believer in Jesus Christ and you've surrendered your life to him, one of my favorite passages at the end of Matthew, after he's given the great commission, he gives, the, for me, uh, the great uh, passion behind it is, uh, lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the age. It's like, listen, I'm with you. I got your back. So if God is those things and I am his son or daughter, um, or even servant, he's like, hey, I am with you even until the end of the age. I'm never going to leave you nor forsake you. Those statements bring me peace because God is the holy, infinite, sovereign. And I am in him and I am in his kingdom. So that brings me peace. So I hope that it, uh, either encourages you to grow, uh, challenges your faith, or even just brings you a little bit of encouragement today. Uh, thank you guys so, so much for joining me. Um, I, I'll have another one next week in the series that God is. Um, and again, if you haven't followed uh, Deep and Wide podcast on Instagram, please check it out. I kind of post updates when these things go live. Um, or you can just follow my personal account too. It's pastor underscore Pat PW. Um, and I'm on Facebook too as Pat Walter. I don't really do Twitter. Uh, but yeah, you guys can check it out. Follow me. Again, if you ever have any thoughts or questions, love for you to DM me. Um, love you guys. God bless. Please, again, if you can, check out Resolute Ministries where we're doing our best to help those around the globe and even in here in Las Vegas. So uh, God bless you guys. Have a good one.